Hi, hello, welcome. My name is Claire. Welcome to my podcast, Claire Can't Read. I can actually read, and that's what we're gonna be talking about. That's what this podcast generally like is gonna be about, and I'm really excited. I don't know how you found this podcast because I don't have any audience to start with. I just I just want to talk about books here. So what we're gonna talk about today is why I'm starting this book podcast. Um wanting to like books that you might not end up liking or just in general are gonna be let down by and what books have been that way for me and torture porn so first of all why am i even starting a podcast um just to sum it up quickly uh i don't have a lot of friends that read and if they read they're like either forced to read or they just read different things from me or they don't read as much so i really sadly don't have a lot of people to talk about books with and i think that's kind of like sad because i'd love to have discussions about books and you know i I don't want to be one of those white people being like, I was born in the wrong generation, you know? I I mean, I am a white girl, but I don't want to be that white girl. Um, but I truly think that... I kind of want people to read more again, and I know it's selfish, because obviously people, people should just do what they feel like doing, and... And stuff, but I also think that a lot of people my age would benefit from reading more again, or just making it a bigger, blah blah. I'm sorry, making it a bigger thing again. But you know, I I really can't force anybody. Um, I do have a friend that likes to read. Let's call her. Um, What's a fun what's a fun name? Maxillin, because that's a painkiller that I'm currently taking <laughs> for my back pain. Um don't worry, it's nothing it's nothing big. It's nothing like it's just it's really nothing big. Um She likes to read she's a big fan of Harry Potter, which you know this day and age, first of all, I wasn't really, like, I never really liked Harry Potter. I thought the films were okay, and I I never read the books. When I was, like, nine, I tried to read the first book, but I ended at, like, page 300 because I was so done, and I thought it wasn't interesting, and it was just so fucking long for me. Um, so I never really got into Harry Potter, but I also never got into Percy Jackson. That's probably because I'm not American. I'm sure you've, like, I'm sure you can hear it. My English is, it's not like broken English, but it's, I do have trouble articulating things, but 
I also do in my mother tongue. So maybe that's just the way I speak, or maybe that's because it's English. But anyways, when it comes to like book series that I was raised on, it was more like the Gemstone trilogy. I really liked that. First, I watched the movies, and I really read the books. But now I'm reading the books. Um, which we are also, like, gonna talk about what I'm reading currently, but that's for later. Back to Maxlin. So, she, she's currently reading Harry Potter again, I think. And other than that, she likes YA romance, which I am, like, I'd be part of, you know, the typical audience for YA. I'm... A 15 year old girl, but YA romance is so. <laughs> did you hear that? Like, did you recognize that? I don't know if if my microphone picked up on that, but but it was me throwing up. Um, I really don't like what really don't like YA romance. Um, I couldn't tell you why. I just, it's just so cringy to me. And. I mean, I'm saying that as I'm currently reading a YA fantasy romance, but it's different. Uh, I, I usually don't find myself liking YA romance. I like coming of age, and I don't really mind some romance in that, but if it's just centered around the romance, it's really not my thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then... Who else even reads? Let me think. My cousin and my friend, she... The last thing I remember her reading, and I feel like that was like last summer, was after. And I really- I very much do not want to read that. I hated the movie. Um, well, I'm being so negative. Is this just gonna be a, a podcast of me hating- hating on- bookish shit I don't know <laughs> but one way or another I didn't like after at all and I'm not trying to read the book uh, and another friend of mine what is, I, I remember we went to a bookstore together and she bought books but I I'd have to lie to tell you what books she read, like, she bought. I, I know that she bought one about police brutality and another fictional- Oh no, yeah, she bought Haikyuu, the first volume. Um, yeah. Manga, I do like to read and I also like to watch anime. I don't read or watch that as much as I want to anymore and I used to do it more. But you know, you always you always kind of want to do something, but do you really do anything? I don't think so. Bitch, I'm Doja Cat. I go way back. Da 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 da. I oh, I'm sorry. Um. So that's basically why I'm starting podcast. I considered going on BookTube, but I'm really like honestly too insecure for that. <laughs> Because here it's a lot more anonymous and a lot more niche. I still have 
like I don't have to show my face and that is a point of security um book twitter and book instagram is book instagram bookstagram I don't fucking care uh yeah I don't I feel like that's very limited there's only so much you can do on book twitter and book 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 <laughs> I I never know if I should say book Instagram or bookstagram because you know you don't say booked her you say book Twitter but you say booktube not book YouTube so anyway I, I'll just use bookstagram for the sake of sounding better I don't know so that's why I chose this format, and I'm really glad you're here listening. If you've made it this far, and I mean, I know it's only like eight minutes, um, thank you. I really appreciate it. I hope you can stick up with my shit up to the next chapter. segment like every week so i am currently reading real world benetsu Carino. why i'm no longer talking to white people about race wait i forgot the other uh by renny errol lodge renny was like Hmm. You you don't see like names just ending with I. You either see them ending with Y or I E. So that's really that's fun. Just random. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm currently listening to the audiobook for Miss Peregrine's Home of Peculiar Children. Of Peculiar Children for Peculiar Children. You know the one I'm talking about. Sapphire Blue of the Gemstone Trilogy and Bunny by Mona Awad. So, you might already have noticed my reading pattern. I don't finish shit. And next week, I'm probably like, I feel like I'm gonna finish um, the audiobook, Miss Peregrine's Home, the Peculiar Children. <laughs> um, I should finish Sapphire Blue because it's a library book and my library due date is. September 23rd. Yeah. Not September, August. <laughs> August 23rd. I'm already in September. Oh god. Not so not not school starting soon. I'm uh, Let's not talk about it. And Bunny by Mona Awa. I think I might also finish this. The problem that I have with this book, I've been reading it for a while. I'm annotating it because I want to act like the smart bitch that I very much am not not me wrong bitch very much I am not uh so yeah that kind of really slows down my reading because it's also like this book I could really have picked any book that was that would be better like for starting out annotating this is just uh, really annoying because it is so abstract, so I'm also color coding the notes that I'm putting in, or like the tabs, and 
I know that yellow basically stands for random thing I want to remember and I swear like three quarters of the tabs in this book so far I'm currently at page 217 uh, like half of the tabs are yellow just because you can't really like I, I like my categories like spoopy and funny emotional weird strange all that stuff but most of it is just like all of it at once so i'm just out here putting random thing to remember tabs in like every sentence and anything i annotate <sighs> could have really picked a better book but you know it's it would be really unsatisfying to just stop annotating now I have one book that I also annotated before, and it also wasn't a very good book for annotating. Uh, it was Little Life by Haniyai and Agihara. And by now we all know about this book, and it was really hard to annotate. So I swear, I annotated like 300 pages, and I, I think I started at like 200 something pages annotating just because I was in the mood, and then I stopped at 500 something. Because it's really like annoying to annotate. It is emotionally so exhausting and draining that you really annotating it would just be so fucking annoying. Um, but we're gonna. Oh! That was really smooth. We're gonna talk about a little life later today again in my segment about torture porn. Um, stay tuned for that, I guess. So that's what I'm currently reading. Um, did I finish anything? I mean, it's it's Monday. <laughs> but what did I finish last week? I know that I listened to an audiobook. I, I wait. Let me just. Wow. Just randomly opening TikTok. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ear foreign users, I hope you're okay. I hope I'm not getting copyrighted. Can you get copyrighted on a podcast? I'm pretty sure you can. But regardless. Uh, what did I listen to? I know that. Yeah, the lady got the lady's guide to petticoats and piracy. What well, I finished that last week on audiobook. Very good. 10 out of 10. And then the week before that, I'm currently I'm like on and off vacation, so it's really stressful, and I don't th- get to read a lot. But before that, I finished Daisy Jones and the Six, which I really liked. Daisy Jones and the Six. I haven't read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and I'm planning to read it with um, Elias's new book club because I know that they're currently like reading it as their first pick for their book club nighttime readers I I don't know something like that yeah it's called something among the lines of nighttime something <laughs> um and the, the ladies go to petticoats and piracy I also liked a lot I actually liked it better than the first one like the gentleman's guide to vice and virtue just because what's, what's her name Sim Sima she is very much hot like, she is so hot I I rarely like 
am obsessed with fictional characters or especially when I just read about them I don't think fictional characters are very like hot or sexy a lot I would have to like read manga or watch something to think that but she I I just I just like her a lot <laughs> and overall I feel like like it's really personal I probably just like this one more because I can relate to it a lot more I I don't identify with um what was his name not Percy Monty I don't identify with Monty a lot so that's probably why I liked it a little less even though I still enjoyed it um the whole like thing that centers about ambition I enjoyed that a lot and I think that's why I liked it more but anyways so please DM me on my bookstagram that I'm going to be setting up for this podcast name and description um what you've been reading and maybe we're going to talk about it in the next episode uh what you've been reading and maybe what books have disappointed you we can talk about that in the next episode as well and that's actually the next segment started the podcast and I'm already really getting good at leading over to another segment so now we're going to be talking about being let down by books and books being disappointing which is truly the worst of the worst like especially if you have high hopes for a certain book or if it's been recommended to you and people have been really hyping it up and you don't find yourself liking it that's just yeah that sucks so i got gifted supermarket i don't remember the author's name billy billy something i really wanted to like this book because i like the cover and I also think it has an interesting premise, but I DNF'd it like 50 pages in. And maybe I'm gonna pick it up again, but it's just... All the things that I hoped it would do for me, it didn't. I don't like the characters. There's really nothing keeping me with this book. And something more recently that... You know, I being disappointed. I still like this book a lot, but I thought I would like it more in general. The first like two books actually, first two installments of the Raven Boys series. Yeah, I liked the first book. The second book was kind of. It was kind of weak for me and I expected to like them both so much because um, one of my favorite booktubers 
paperback dreams she said she really liked it and that it's like very nostalgic to her because she wrote it in high school i was i i just was kind of let down by it i don't know i couldn't even tell you why maybe i just had too high expectations sadly what else can i think of that i've been let down by? wait let me let me take you to my shelf and we're gonna look through my shelf Braswell. It's the first book of the Twister Tale series. Um, basically, it's a series about famous Disney stories, famous Disney children's movies that you know we've all kind of grown up with. But with a twist to it. Uh, so basically, this twist is: What if Aladdin had never found the lamp? And I stopped reading this at page one hundred fifty which says a lot, and I already, this was the first book out of the series that I read, I ordered them all at once, which is not very smart of you to do, but I still, I still do that, um, but I, I wanted to like this, and I'm really orderly, so I, I was just like, you know what, let's start with the first one, even though Aladdin has never been one of my favorite um, Disney movies, Disney Tales. I was like, okay, let's just start with book number one. Also, the cover. I really, please like Google the cover. It's it's so beautiful, and it's so sad. Wait. <laughs> I had kind of a dry throat, so I'm drinking my coffee. It's, it's like 20 past 9, and I'm trying to like, sleep at midnight or 1 in the morning, so I don't know if drinking coffee right now is the smartest idea, but I'm just finishing it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was really let down by a whole new world. I don't want to get into too much detail because I don't want to spoil it for anyone in case you want to read it. But it just all. Where I'm currently at, where I DNF'd it, I don't know if I'm ever gonna pick it up again. Picked it up again? Wow, my English, my English skills are lacking. Day, I swear, like at the end of the summer, I won't be able to like say a single word in English. But regardless, uh, this book, yeah, 
I'm sorry, I'm really all over the place. Anyways, um, where I'm currently at, where I stopped reading, um, the villain, kind of, everything is working out for the villain at the moment. And it just all fell in place so easily. And that is very much something that I didn't like. Also, if you've googled the cover, that, this is so unsatisfying. Look at the W of Howell. It's like, it's a double V. Or a W. It's like, if you put it apart, it would be two Vs or two Us. I don't know, however you want to read it. Whereas, the Ws in New and World are normal. Why? That's... That really is a design. Design. That's a design mistake. Like, make all the W's the same. No W privilege for the world whole. The world. The word. But anyways, that that really let me down. But after that, I was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna like any books in this series. I'm so disappointed. But then I actually read Conceal and Feel. I don't know what installment it is. It's also, I think, by Liz Craswell. Wait, let me, let me get it. No, it's actually by Jen Kalanita. Didn't know that. It has a really nice cover. You're also, again, invited to look it up. Uh, and I really like this. I read it for a readathon. Um, a book to color of your birthstone, I think was the prompt, yeah. And it's like blue, and I was born in December. I don't remember the names of my birthstones, it's just, they were all different shades of blue, and there's a lot of different shades of blue on this cover. So that's what I read it for. And I really liked it. it it's like, it's a really light-hearted one, and Basically, the whole premise of this is, um, what if Anna and Elsa got separated to, I guess, keep Anna safe? Because if you've seen a movie, which I'm guessing you have, or at least you know the story, because you know, it was, it was huge. Um, Elsa hurts Anna with her powers. So they visit these trolls that basically make Anna forget about Elsa's powers and Elsa has to keep them a secret. A secret has to keep them a secret and learn to work with them or just deal with them, hide them on her own by herself. And yeah. In this book, in this story, the trolls actually, or was the parents, I don't know what the idea was, but in the end, they're like, okay, you know what, it would probably be better if we separated Anna and Elsa, because there was something wrong with the spell they did there, and it was dangerous. I don't, I don't exactly remember all of it, but anyways, in the end, Anna and Elsa get separated as children, 
So Anna lives a life in a small town and really wants to go to Arendelle and Elsa is struggling on her own with her powers because in this story, just the same as the movie, her parents die. And it's a really cute story about the two of them finding each other uh, and I really enjoyed it. I really did. And it made me it made me laugh, like it made me smirk. I don't really laugh out loud. Laugh out loud. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the, the stupid TikTok reference. I don't really laugh out loud when I'm reading unless it's like really funny. Please, I don't know, DM me, recommend me books that are so fucking funny you laugh out loud. Let's see what I get to cover. Do I have any design shovels on here? Not as far as I can notice. Do, do, do. No, no, everything is right with this one. I don't know why I messed up the other one. So Dutch just like calmed me down and now I'm not, I don't think I'll hate all of the series. So that's good. Um, what else was I let down by? To my shelf. Can you tell that I didn't script this properly? I hope, I hope you can put up with this BS. A book that I'm really afraid I'm gonna be let down by is, um, what's the sequel? Find Me by Andre Achiman. Andre Achiman. No, oh, it's French. Um, I'm literally European. I'm literally European. I should know how you pronounce it in Italian. Is he Italian? Andre Achiman. Andre. No, that sounds great. I have no idea. That guy. Um, <laughs> the weird predator. Um, I, I'm so afraid of getting let down by Find Me. Because I feel like the ending of Call Me By Your Name, sure it's not satisfying. No, it is satisfying. It's not happy, but it is very satisfying. That is how I'm trying to articulate it. That's what I mean. So I really, I don't think this needs a sequel. And also after all this stuff with the predatory, I don't know if I want to read it, but I already bought it. So I, I kind of want to read it sooner or later, but I'm really just afraid that it will let me down. Even if it doesn't, maybe it will ruin Call Me By Your Name for me. Uh, And I'm like 100% sure that this book is also not gonna end happily because on the back it says Elio has left Pan's first love, now a classical pianist living in Paris. He believes his youthful desires are behind him. Where were you? And Oliver, college professor, husband, and father. And I already know that Oliver is not gonna like leave his wife and children for Elio. <laughs> At least I hope he doesn't. That would be kind of sad. So I'm really just afraid it will let me down. Also, I have yet 
another bone to pick with the writing on a cover. <laughs> so if you Google the cover, I am talking about the cover with uh, the kind of soft pinkish filter and the man in the white shirt uh, that's like on the right bottom corner with this with 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 the sky in the background. Tell me about that one. The the publisher is called FF. If that helps you, look it up. Um, to me, like that that last paint or like pen stroke under the me makes it look like an airplane. Why? Were you trying to like put like accentuate the me? Because it's just distracting. Or it could be like a turn, like an upside down cross. Oh my god. Andre Achiman. Andre Achiman? I don't know. Is part of the Illuminati confirmed. Antichrist. Elio is the Antichrist. The peach is probably like a metaphor. It's, it's like peaches and cream. Sweeter than sweet, chocolate cheeks and chocolate wings. Uh, it pro- it's probably, yeah, it's probably a BTS reference because we all know that Andre Achiman stands BTS, like he's an army. Uh, so it's probably a reference to that, and we all know that Blood, Sweat, and Tears is satanic as fuck. Wow. My poor Christian heart, how am I gonna get through this? <laughs> Yet another reason not to read this. <laughs> um, yeah. What other books? I think that's all the books that I got left down by. Let's let's take one last look at my bookshelf, and then we're gonna decide. The Man in the High Castle. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be interesting, but it's really not. It's really not like, huh. I barely got through the first 200 pages. What are first 200? I don't know. I just didn't like it. I know, I'm probably never gonna read it. What else? I think that's it. Yeah. That is it. What books have you guys been let down by? I know. I have yet to read The Hunger Games and the sequel to The Hunger Games. But I know that a lot of people have been very much let down by A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So maybe you've been let down by that one. DM me and tell me what books were disappointing to you. Because then we can all suffer together. segment if you've like come this far thank you <laughs> like seriously i know that the way i speak is probably not very satisfying or nice to listen to and i'm also not anything that has i'm not anything wow really objectifying myself here <laughs> and i'm also not really anyone special that has anything interesting to say 
so I'm really grateful. Like, <laughs> why are you still listening? <laughs> but anyways, let's now at last talk about torture porn. And I haven't read a lot of books that are often described as torture porn, but I have indeed read <laughs> A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. And for this segment, I just want to put out a warning because obviously we're talking about t- torture porn. And even though I'm not going to be spoiling anything, I am going to talk about some things in A Little Life without like connecting it to the story that have happened or that happened in this book that I either think are necessary or whatever. Um, so if you are, if you have a history with violent abusive behavior in, you know, physical, emotional or sexual ways and you don't feel in the right place to, um, listen, somebody talk about that, then I would recommend you to not listen to the segment. I still hope you have enjoyed this podcast and here I just want to say goodbye to you and I hope you listen next week again. Bye! (coughs) I mean, (laughs) let me take a sip. My, I'm out of coffee now, so... I'm really, I'm really doing ASMR. So I'm drinking Coke. Cocaine. <coughs> Sorry. Wasn't there like actually cocaine in Coca-Cola in like the 50s and that's why they call it Coke? Or is that just fake news? I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised because people used all kinds of drugs and thought they were healthy. But anyways, um, yeah, a little life. If you have spent any time on booktube, booktwitter, bookstagram, anywhere in the book community really, then you've probably heard of a little life and what it's about. If you haven't, just I'm just gonna keep it short. It's about uh, friends that um, meet in college, and you can't. Or was it high school? <sighs> Dang, I haven't read this book in a while. I I feel like it was so traumatizing that I my brain is just not letting me access any information about this book. Anyways. Those friends, you follow them from school on, and how their life goes, basically, and you follow them into their, like, late 50s, 60s, I believe. So really a long time, and you get really connected to the characters, which is something very powerful, and what Hania Yanagihara does with this book is she... She she spends a lot of time just basically 
letting you get to know the characters, making you like the characters, making you care about the characters, which is a very powerful tool. And you, as an author, always have the choice of how you're going to utilize it. Um, in this case, Hania Yanagihara just basically breaks your heart with this book. Uh, and I've never recommended this book to anyone, even though I think it's a very good book. And it's very well embedded. Well done. What am I, a fucking German? Ew. I'm just joking. I'm sorry. Don't be offended. Uh, but it's it's horrible. It's a horrible book. The story, it breaks your heart. If you don't cry during a little life, I believe that you will probably not cry about anything and I believe that you should go see a therapist because you might just have like you might just be a psycho <laughs> um, and it's a really sen sensationalized book and I really think that even though it is a good book not everybody should read it and please if you read this book really make sure that you're mentally stable and that you don't just read it for fun or for the feels but really I don't know I don't know why you would read this book it's it's a nice story it's a very intense experience that's like it's not even a good or a nice experience it's just very intense um so anyways the main character Jude he goes through a lot of stuff that you learn throughout the story and uh, it's just many people say that it is torture porn because Jude, he, he really be going through it. If you've read it, you know what I mean. It's like in every chapter you get like three new horrible things that yeah it's it's really hard to believe that these horrible things all happen to one person just in a span of a lifetime like and i know that people get abused and uh just because you get abused once or have a traumatic experience once doesn't mean that for the rest of your life there's no chance of you getting abused again or having any horrible experiences if not worse experiences again but it's just so much it is so much and I seriously I don't it's not very realistic but it makes you believe and care about everything that happens because Hanya Narihara spent such a long time making you care about the characters. It is a very character driven book. <sighs> yeah, I feel like 
torture porn in itself, not just in a little life, but generally, is not particularly something bad. Like, it doesn't have to be something bad. If that's what you're looking for in the book, just, I don't know. I feel like body horror is very similar to torture porn or horror stories or thriller stories that really are just there to be gruesome in general I feel like that's kind of torture porn um, if, if that's what you're looking for in a book I'm not judging you or anything um, then torture porn doesn't have to be something bad and Yeah, I don't know. Torture porn. I personally don't do a lot of horror. And if I do, I don't like body horror. I I like something that's more like psychological or paranormal. Uh, because that makes me care more, whereas body horror just disgusts me. <laughs> like. If I want to be disgusted, then I I would watch something. Then I would like watch. I don't know. A mukbang, <laughs> or a very gory horror movie, like Tag. Tag is very good horror. Sean Sono's movies in general. I really like them. Also, anti porno. Even though it's like not disgusting, it's just very. Strange and disturbing. But anyways, uh, we're not talking about movies, we're talking about books. Uh, but if an author just tries to put in a lot of horrible things to compensate for lack of plot, and then that's... That's the bad kind of torture porn, you know? Because... Just... Just have a better story. Or let it be. Or make it entirely about um, gore. I don't know. But... Just choose something. <sighs> yeah, it's. I think it's really upsetting when that happens. If you just try... To put in a lot of shocking things to compensate for the book plot-wise actually being boring. Zero out of ten. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, what's your guys' opinions on torture porn? I feel like uh, torture porn and just any kind of gore or disturbing things our generation has been exposed to a lot so like if you've grown up on the internet then i feel like you're desensitized to a lot of things automatically and even if you don't go looking for these things i remember i remember there was this thing um slits fan cams i don't know how many of you are k-pop stands but um, a lot of people are already annoyed by fan cams being everywhere, but those fan cams specifically, like, I feel like, was it 
like around 10 or 20 seconds in there will just be a random gore video which um okay don't like that and it's really disturbing if you're not prepared or you do not want to see something like this and i feel like the majority of people belong to those um yeah that's you know and on the internet you don't even have to go looking for things stuff like that in the end is gonna find you and i feel like if you spend a lot of time on the internet you've seen unwanted gore or sexual stuff or just something that especially at a young age but in general if you don't want to see it you shouldn't see like i feel like everybody has seen stuff like that which really there's there's no way around it and sure you can make algorithms and stuff like that or maybe program your websites to not let shit like that through but there is still gonna be like certain ways that those creators could um disguise it so really it can only be that effective like to a certain point yeah also also why would you do something like that what do you gain from basically traumatizing people if you yourself want to like look at gore or stuff like that that most people would find traumatizing i can't stop you do i understand you no uh but you know it's really it's not my place to judge i don't know what's been going on in your life but just just don't make other just don't force other people or trick other people into seeing it why what do you gain it's, i can't i don't I, i just don't understand i don't understand bitch i don't understand fuck you for that yeah so that's everything i have to say about torture porn i'm happy that you joined me today if you're still listening listening <laughs> oh, i'm laughing through the pain it's really sad like my english fucking cowboy boots bitch disgusting um if you're still listening thank you how i'm i'm, I'm so glad that you're listening listening again listening uh follow me on my bookstagram dm me shameless self promo um yeah wow i can't believe i just recorded my first podcast i'm i'm so happy anyways uh i will be uploading next week again and yeah stay tuned for that have a nice week and keep on reading Bye!